Welcome back to Creepy Creators, a podcast where we talk about cryptids in a somewhat lurid way. My name's Perry. Thank you so much for being here with us this week. And with us this week is Jesse, the whipping boy himself. Boy spelled B-O-I. Jesse, hello. Hi. 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 I, I I hang out with the Santa and I just beat the <laughs> shit out of kids. It's wonderful. Those kids didn't know what was coming. This this uh, Saint Nicholas Day, man, man. What? Let me tell you, things are uh, things are just in full swing. And by swing, I mean swinging that whip around and smacking kids right in the face or bum. I don't know. They just get they get they get the brunt end of of that 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 cat of nine tails. Oh, was yeah, that too yeah. much? Was that too much? No. <laughs> back in my back in my day, we beat bad kids. We didn't just give them coal. <laughs> and we turned out awful, just like you expected us to be. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> hey, yeah. this isn't really my podcast, though. This is your podcast, Jesse. Yeah, yeah, it's it's Christmas time. It is Christmas time. We do we do these joint Christmas episodes every year and I always like I I started thinking about this in mid-October. I was like oh, it's almost time. It's almost time for the Christmas special of Creepy Critters and I got so excited and then you sent me a message and I was like, oh, "We're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. I can't wait. I'm so excited." And and it's just it's such a, a weird fun release for me that I get to talk about something super bizarre like uh, my my monster for this year um who is I we'll, we'll talk about here in a second also known as uh, he's known as old man whipper um so we'll, we'll get we'll get there but uh is there anything else should I do any other uh, intro things Jesse before we hop into uh-huh. No. no. Okay. No, we, I guess we can just go. All right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Perry has a baby. I do have a baby. I have a little. Yeah. I have a little bitty baby. Her. She's beautiful, and I'm really excited that this is her first Christmas. But um, I held her up to the Christmas tree a couple days ago, and she cried. So I don't know if that's uh, a good uh, indication. I mean, a baby. A baby after my own heart. <laughs> I, I. I. I will rip through Elf's Village and be like, bah humbug. <laughs> like, be, like so. I hope it's not indication of what she's gonna be like in the future, though. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. It'll, I it'll mean, be. I feel I feel like I feel like you have a little uh, a little anarchist there that just hates capitalism. <laughs> oh, my sweet little baby, Miss Eden. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's uh, let's get into uh, my my creature, who is I I as I said, known as Old Man Whipper or the Whipper Father or Father Whipper. Uh, named Pere Fuitar. Uh, I don't speak it's, it's, French. Oh, you're you're putting way too many letters oh, being I'm pronounced sorry. in there. Pere, wow. Better? Pere, Pere, like give me the give me the thing. I think it was Pere Pere. P e r e is the first name. F o u e t t a r d. I know the second name is like Fuitar. Yeah, it's Pierre Fretard. Yeah, okay, fair enough. So I just, I added one syllable too much. Anyway. Yeah, no, no, it's French. You you, <laughs> you write 15 words, you say th- <laughs> letters, you pronounce three of them. So, Pierre Fretard, uh, as I said, Father Whipper, Old Man Whipper, or the Whipper Father, he whips the bad children <laughs> in the service of Santa Claus, who gives the good children presents instead. And I have this note. It it's basically like a good cop, bad cop, of 
I mean, some would say bad cop, worse cop. <laughs> I mean, but this any is, cop this is, is bad. This is I'll, painting, but this is painting Santa Claus as the 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 benevolent one. Like they're actually, you know, giving gifts without the the reprimandation of coal or something like that. Um, it, it's all it's all down to pay for thought. Um, so they they typically, according to the lore, appear on Saint Nicholas Day, which I, it's not really a thing anymore. But it was on December sixth, uh, according to to legend. But why does Santa not visit children on this day anymore? I don't know. the 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 answer remains a mystery. Uh, this is from Wikipedia, by the way. Pefueta is known mainly in the far north and eastern regions of France, in the south of Belgium, and in French-speaking Switzerland, although similar characters exist all over Europe. And this is kind of in line with the other Whipper character that I reported on last year, which was uh, Belschnickel. So I guess I have a fetish that I didn't realize I have. Or maybe it's just a fetish about, like, talking about whips. <laughs> I mean, I mean if you haven't discovered that about themselves, you are in a situation where you could technically discover it if it's a thing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you just be like, "Hey, what's going on?" <laughs> I know I know Valentine's Day is coming up. Oh, yeah, in 2 months, but yeah, it's it's around the corner, I guess. Yeah. Uh, no, it's oh okay. So here here's what my idea is before you get too into it. Sure. I think I think this is just Santa gaslighting people. I think he's actually like <laughs> just a rude mean asshole. And be like, yeah, my friend over there's beating you up. He's he's just my he's just my shady friend, you know, the one that but he's like ride or die, always wants to be with me. But really, they're running a racket. I'm just I'm just trying to give this guy something to do. He's the uh the Melvin from uh, office uh uh shoot, what's the name of that movie? Off Office Space. Office Space, thank you. Yeah. He's the Melvin of Office Space of like Santa Claus. Like he's not really there for any particular purpose other than like yeah, he 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 hangs around too much and we gotta give him some kind of And I, I think I think it's Santa egging him on. <laughs> you think that <laughs> Oh, I, I, I think do, Santa. I, I like, think Santa's a bastard in this. <laughs> I like the thought that this was, in some, and you know, I've I've got a little bit of the origin story, but I I like the thought that Santa's just like, you know what? I'm not getting enough out <laughs> in my daily grind, so this guy is gonna, you know, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna be a voyeur for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for bear. I uh, so the first story of uh, of the father whipper was told around 1150 uh in the year of our lord. Um <laughs> uh, and this is coming again from Wikipedia an innkeeper or in other versions a butcher captures three boys who appear to be wealthy and on their way to enroll in a religious boarding school. Along with his wife, he kills the children in order to rob them. One gruesome version tells that they drug the children, slit their throats, cut them into pieces, and stew them in a barrel. Good stuff. Uh, St. Nicholas discovers the crime and resurrects the children. After this, Father Whipper repents and becomes St. Nicholas's partner. A slightly different version of the story claims that St. Nicholas forced Le Père Fouetois uh, to become his assistant as a punishment for his crimes. So... Regardless of the the storytelling, Santa Claus is there. I, I it's 
It's bizarre. You know, to me. I'm adding. I'm adding that I'm adding Santa as a cannibal to this list too. I think I think Santa's behind all of this. He's the he's the uh, the mastermind behind it. I this this next note though, I think this might be my favorite thing uh, in the entire in the entire story. Uh, so I talked a second ago about where he is mainly known, but in the 1930s. The Père Fouetta uh, appeared in the United States under the translated name Father Flog or Spanky. <laughs> I mean, Spanky Claus is here, boys and girls. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he just got a fat account. It was like, like right. Like, <laughs> this is one hundred percent a fetish. This is a fetish real as I realized. By Santa Claus, I mean, there's no way that this is not something that like like uh, a realized like fantasy. He, this has to be like an arrangement that like him and uh, like like <laughs> him Claus and Mrs. Claus has. <laughs> like it's just like is, yeah, like you wait, know. wait, wait, wait. Is Santa Claus a cuck? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying that Santa Claus is a cuck. I'm just saying that Santa Claus. You know, has an arrangement. You know, they have a third. You know, they've been alive for a long time. Also, apparently, he's also Jesus and could just resurrect people. You know, you get bored. <laughs> I love, I love this storyline that we've kind of developed here. Um, so, one of my favorite things about some of these Christmas uh, monsters is that typically they maintain a pretty pretty normal appearance until you get into modern times and then the racists take over but the the most common depiction of Fuitar is of a man with a sinister face dressed in dark robes with scraggly unkempt hair and a long beard he's armed with a whip a large stick or bundles of switches much in the way that Belshnikel is as well and I've written here of course though there are more recent adaptations of him that incorporate blackface of course. Of course. Like, where can, where, what is Christmas without the yearly blackface discussion? Literally, there's a blackface discussion every year, like with a, uh, with a, uh, Swartzpeet, I think, or whatever. Sure. Like they, so, can, can I, can I tell you a story too? I remember, I think I was about probably eight or nine years old. And my, my parents always had, you know, time for them to to watch the news and like catch up about their day and everything and there was one particular evening in christmas time where i i walked into the kitchen and the news was on and they was talking about south pole santa who was drum roll please black like <laughs> not why good can't he just man be santa not good why can't he just be another santa claus like make it even if he's just like Santa Claus with black hair, like why has it got to why has it got to be? Well, it could also just so be much it about could also it's just weird. Be Santa, maybe maybe okay. Here here's the thing. Maybe <laughs> Santa maybe Santa the mystical person that delivers only to rich white people. Um, you know and oh no. Uh, maybe maybe he can appear like whatever he wants to. Maybe he has a magical robe that turns him into Tim Allen every once in a while. I don't know. Like <laughs> Tim Allen did post some picture of himself with a big Santa beard. 
Yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't want to talk about Tim Allen. Uh, I mean, who cares about Tim Allen besides Not Tim me. Allen nowadays? Well, you know what I do care about, though, is all of Le Père Fouettard's uh, apparent appearances in popular culture. Uh, because no Perry report is complete without talking about uh, a Christmas creepy critter and their their media appearances. Um there's uh, there have been a few songs that have been written that have either mentioned or been about uh, uh one in particular by Jacques Dutouanc. Uh, his song Santa Claus's Daughter is about Futar uh, having a crush on Santa Claus's daughter. Good stuff. Uh, there's just a restaurant in in Paris, uh, which is named after Futar uh, and features quote unquote classic Parisian fare. Um, okay. <laughs> what does that What does that mean? I don't know. What a, classic don't know. Parisian fare right now could just be some fancy jeans and a t shirt. <laughs> it's like it's like espresso and macarons. Um, <laughs> it's uh, subtle and Islamophobia. <laughs> By subtle, I mean a very, mm. very favorite, fragrant, very, very not <laughs> subtle. Uh, Schumann, uh, Schumann, excuse me. Uh, composed a piano piece in 1848, most commonly known as Necht Ruprecht. Uh, a similar character, see, uh, nope, didn't have to read that. But in some cases, the piece is called uh, La Pierre Fouettard. Uh, the Black Phoenix Academy, or Alchemy Lab, rather, a line of hand-blended perfume oils, uh, create a limit. have created a limited edition Yule scent in 2008 named... Le Pueblo Fouetard, uh, consisting of, and this is this is an amazing, amazing description of a candle, and one that I cannot believe existed in the like. This was a candle somebody a said, "I approve of the smells. We should sell this to the market." And then B, somebody read the description of it and said, "I want to buy that and make my house smell like this crap." Uh, so the smells consisted of whip leather, coal dust, galfrey, and black licorice. Okay, okay. What's galfrey? I don't know. But. <laughs> okay. I mean, I feel like it, it could literally just look I could. I could have looked it up. Are you looking it up right now, though? No, I don't know how to spell it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll look it up. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. It's all good. Uh, but, like. Oh, it's. I mean, what? Okay, it's a wafer. It's a Neapolitan wafer. wafer. So Oh, that would smell so good. Have you ever just opened up like the wafer? Like just like those uh <laughs> fancy wafer packs? Like no, just I open it love, up like that smells I, so good. I do love those, but like it's strange that that was paired with whip leather, coal dust, and black licorice. Okay, that sounds no. like a that sounds like a hungover like vomit to me. <laughs> anyway, um, my well, okay, favorite. Okay, okay. Well, let me, okay. let me let me let me refute. Okay, lip leather, leather just in general smells good. I should be like a little. I should be like a little more against it and everything. You could tech. Okay, you could technically get ethical leather and well, and sure. fur now, technically. But like leather smells so good. Like just treated wet leather, mm. and like oh, coal yeah. dust doesn't smell too bad, and those wafers won't smell too bad. Black licorice, I'm not super. It has a little acidic citrusy to it, but you know, I could see someone liking it. I, I'm I'm just not a big licorice fan in general, I guess. So I'm not I'm not crazy about that uh, that note. But 
regardless. Somebody's yeah. going to like it. So I'm not going to yuck anybody's yum. But I do want to talk about my favorite pop culture appearance of uh, Pierre Fuetar. And that's in the television show for children, The Secret World of Santa Claus, uh, where he was renamed Gruzzlebeard in the English translation. And he was the main antagonist of this show. And let me tell you, it's one of the worst pieces of crap I've ever watched in my entire life. Like, children's TV can be good. It can be highbrow. It can have some value to it. This is just the most boring, asinine TV show that is centered around Santa Claus because they needed some kind of plot device. Otherwise, it's bad. You can find full episodes of it on YouTube, actually, too. Hmm. See, okay. Like, I feel like... Here, here's 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 my take again. I've said this multiple times. I am the person going through the elf village with a KDK, like kidding elves and being like, "Bah humbug!" Kneecapping them. <laughs> ne- yeah, just like get out of here. You're you're doing slavery. Ah, you're free now. No, um, no but I I the personally Mos- feel the Moses like- of the elf village. <laughs> <laughs> um, I personally feel that a lot of Christmas related stuff is kind of boring. It always tends to have like the same thing. Like, you know, if you if you have a special spark to it, like what who what I would <laughs> like call whips. the like like whips. <laughs> I would say something like the Christmas do-over, which is a story about a guy stuck in a groundhog's loop thing. For about 30 minutes of it, he's trying to kill himself because he just hates Christmas that much. Right. And then he he slowly learns how to love Christmas. Also, it stars Jay Moyer and it's like a like a ABC uh ABC family. I don't know (laughs) why I love this Christmas episode. I do not know why I love this Christmas movie so much, but I love it. Uh, So like, you know, something like that or, but you know, I feel like, you know, if you're going to have a father whipper in there, like you got to get some violence going, you know, get some violence. Like, you know, make it, make it racy. Like, not like, not like, (laughs) like a really gory, violent. (laughs) See, like, I I was also, I was also, uh, I'm also the person that'd be like, hey, why don't you show how, you know, how history actually goes in in children's cartoons? And it'd just be a bunch of white people murdering brown people. But, you know, it would get the point across. But the the, first, so, I mean, all of that aside, this guy's name has been changed. To Gruzzlebeard. That's boring. That that is some that is a, a, a group of executives sitting in a boardroom with two different wheels. One has, you know, the first half of the name and the other has a second. And they're just they're just spinning that thing. And as soon as they come across anything that is remotely interesting, it could be the first try, it could be the 18th try. But as soon as they're like, yeah, we've done it. We've hit gold. We need to, or struck oil. We need to, you know, pack it up and go home. And what they got was Gruzzlebeard. It's bad. It's a bad name. At least call him like dude with a stick. And then it just goes around (laughs) hitting the boring kids with a stick. Stick guy. Stick man. 
Branch Boy. Ah, uh, Branch Boy. <laughs> Bran- oh, Branch Boy is good. Oh, Branch Beard? What about Branch Beard? Oh, Branch Beard. Oh, I like Branch Beard. I don't mind that. I don't yeah. mind that at all. Anyway, so that's my little report on Pere Fouettard, who is, an in- it sounds insane, but also not totally dissimilar to somebody like Belschnickel. So, Jesse, can the Pere Fouettard get it? Just did a bad thing. I regret the thing I did. So, um, what you're describing, it, someone is currently getting it right now. That is described is literally as described, yeah, like this, as described right now on Christmas or Christmas Eve or whatever. Whenever yeah. I release this, um, Christmas falls on Friday. Okay. Uh, on on Christmas Eve, 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 when this is being released, someone is currently getting it. Somebody while we were recording this is currently getting it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, of course. There's like never, never ask. Is there a person like in robes with a whip getting it right now? <laughs> the answer is always yes. <laughs> so, Yeah. Not yeah. only is that's a get, short one. Not, not. I mean, like, not only is there the whip involved, but also, dude's French. So yeah, that's just, it's it's He's just exotic, it's just a, yeah. It's just it's just a dude. It's it's like really it's just a dude with a whip, which it's is a dude with I don't a know whip. very common. <laughs> <laughs> so like, <laughs> oh man, I forgot the I forgot the oh, I forgot the uh, um say anything what is it the what christmas say? movie that oh, with uh with uh with liam nielsen and everything it's like the oh everyone says it's the best christmas movie as the thing uh cue cards i'm just, just a man standing here i made i made that reference on my live stream love I, actually crap. love actually yeah okay so yeah it's just it's like it's you know like it's the love actually sign like, i'm just a dude it's some robes with a whip, just trying Standing to get some. Standing in front of a girl. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's hap- Yeah, it's happening. Well, Jesse, we also have to ask ourselves: Would Le Pierre Fouettard survive in baby fight? So, Father Whipper gets dropped into an American-sized football field. He's in one end zone, and the other end zone is a baby, a regular old toddler who is unhappy, crying, just fits of fear, right? Has this insatiable bloodlust. Cannot be cured. The only thing that is going to appease this child is death. And they are facing off against somebody like Old Man Whipper. Can Old Man Whipper beat a toddler who wants to demolish anything that stands in its way? Now, as I have said multiple times... This is just a dude. It's just a guy. 
It's just a guy. First off, it's just a guy. Okay. It's just a guy with a whip. And and they're, 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 they don't have a whip in this one. They know it's just them. Oh, it's just dropped into the field. Oh. No, no, no. It's just them. No, they have no assistance. Just like the toddlers. Oh. Toddlers have no assistant. So, so like, they're screwed. Well, no, no. Father Whipper is screwed. That's what I mean. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen a toddler, a, a singular toddler, <laughs> take down an adult before. <laughs> As you will find out in a year or so, they don't have governors on them, so they go all out at all times. Also, sometimes they just run into walls and laugh. <laughs> Exciting stuff. Also, little, little, little razor-sharp teeth. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, I'm saying, like, this, I'm saying two, maybe three. This is also an old dude. Yeah, that's... I'm saying two or three, and this one of these babies are going to rip its throat out. <laughs> but just with, like, with their just teeth. Like, Absolutely. Right? <laughs> like, I'm saying there's no chance that this old man, this old man's get... You know what? We're tired. We're tired of shit, old man. We're sending babies <laughs> after you. <laughs> Get it together, old man. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't think that Fuitar has any chance. Any chance of survival. Even even if it had a whip, it wouldn't no, stand no, a no, chance. No, 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 no. That insatiable bloodlust. No way. Also, no I, way. Also, those those teeth hurt. <laughs> They will draw blood. Man, this podcast has changed since the first time I came on. <laughs> oh, oh, so, Link, Link, okay, so uh, you probably don't think about this too much, but the bite strength of a human is actually... It's a lot. It's a lot more. It's, it's like, lot. I think it's not as strong as a dog's bite, but, like, it's, like, approaching it. And the only thing that's stopping us from, like, like biting through, like, just, like, dripping a chunk out of someone when we bite down on them, is our brain is saying, hey, stop it. Yeah, exactly. And toddlers don't have that. So, <laughs> so yeah. So I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, this, this, this toddler's, the, these toddlers are going to oh, demolish this, this old this man. This one goes to uh, the, the babies they're, for sure. They're, they're, their fists are rated O for old man. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Well, I think that does it for my report on the Puefuetar. Jesse, it's it's happy holiday season, and I've brought to the table somebody who is creepy, somebody who is scary, somebody who, you know, is just a guy basically with a whip in blackface. So who do you who do you have that's going to scare the kiddos and terrify the parents into thinking that they've got to do a little bit extra work on Christmas Eve this year? Uh, so um I. Um, this is uh, less of a existential threat to children and more of an existential threat to the entire world. Um, and I'm going to be talking about just a good old southeastern European and also some like. I'm going to be honest. I don't know the culture that that, that one of the cultures. I should have looked it up. But I don't know where they're <laughs> located at, <laughs> but. But I'm going to be talking about the Calicanzaros. Okay. It's a, yeah, it's a malevolent goblin in Southeastern Europe and the Anatolian, Anatolian. I know what Anatolians, I know that they exist. I've heard it. I don't know where it's at. Is that like a middle? Is that like a. Isn't that a region in. Anatolia? Isn't it a region in Italy? 
Is it? Anatoly? A-N-A-T-O-L-Y? Let me, let, me, let me see. Oh, it's a large peninsula in Western Asia and westernmost protrusion of... Oh, oh, it's basically like uh, Turkey. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's why I heard of it. It's Turkey. Okay. There we go. So, <clears throat> so basically Southeastern and Eastern European, basically. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, Stories about the Kalakanzaros or, or its equivalents can be found in Greece, Bulgaria, Serbia, Albania, Bosnia, and uh, Cyprus. Uh, the, I don't know how to pronounce the plural of this. The Kalakanzare, Kanzari, hmm? I think you nailed are it. Are believed to dwell on, are believed to dwell underground, becomes a surface, a surface during the 12 days of Christmas. Uh, which I always put before Christmas, leading up to it, but apparently it's December fifth, mm-hmm. uh, December twenty fifth to the sixth of November, sixth uh, of January, right. which I think also came up last year when I talked about the Yule Lads. Yeah, it did. It so did, maybe, actually. so maybe I just don't know what the twelve days of Christmas are. Maybe that's. Well, it. I think we've learned this year. I mean, it's yeah. taken us a full three hundred and sixty five days to fully learn it, but. Day, yeah, day one starts it. on December 25th and ends on January 6th. I guess that's, is that Epiphany too? I don't no, know. Epiphany, I don't know what Epiphany, epiphany is later. Epiphany is late. Why do I know this? Continue. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so I'm going to cover like some of them. The one that has the most is the Greek folklore. Um. So, and also all of them have different names as well. Uh, that's just, just the over overarching one because I don't know. It's, it's a variation of sure. that one, uh, of that name, but it's believed that the Cali Canzare stay underground sawing the world tree so that it will collapse along with the earth. However, when they are about to solve the final part, Christmas dawns and they're able to come to the surface. They forget the tree and come to make troubles for mortals. So basically, like, you know, if if we cancel Christmas, we're dead, <laughs> which some would say, you it's know, fine. if it happens, <laughs> it happens, you know, we can't stop it technically. <laughs> so, you know, Christmas is canceled. Um, I mean, Halloween was canceled this year, so I mean, I feel like Christmas yeah. should be. I mean, I don't know. Um. I like spooky stuff more than I like Christmas stuff, so. Um, <clears throat> finally, on Epiphany, which is January 6th. Okay, that's when Epiphany oh, is. Okay. That's why I remember, That's why I was thinking about Epiphany. I wrote about it. Okay. Uh, the sun starts to move again, and they must return to underground to continue their soaring. They see that during their absence, the world tree had healed itself, so they must start working all over again. It's believed that this occurs annually. So it just happens over and over mm. again. Yep. But does it but does it happen anally? Mm, I don't think so because I think that would that would end pretty quickly. There's a lot of major blood veins up there. Mm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Continue. Well, uh there's no there's no standard description of the appearance of the Kalakanzari. Uh, I think I said that five different times, but whatever. Um, their their regional variants on how they appear it can also 
that differ. Some Greeks have imagined them with some animal parts, such as hairy bodies, horse legs, or boar tusks. Sometimes they're enormous, and other times they're diminutive. Sometimes uh, some see them as human of small size, and they smell horrible. They are predominantly male, often with their dicks out. Uh, many Greeks have imagined them as tall, black, and hairy, with burning eyes, goats or donkey ears, monkey arms, tongues that hang out, heads that are huge. Nonetheless, the most common belief is that they're small, black creatures, humanoid apart from their long, black tails, and said to resemble little black devils. They're also mostly blind, speak with a lisp, love to eat frogs, worms, and other small creatures. I'm saying that part? Okay, everything before that? I'm just, eh, whatever. What they just described at the end, I love it. You just described a little baby Yoda with a tail. I have been loving the Mandalorian season too. Yeah, That's good stuff. Um, so <clears throat> I feel I feel like that I feel like that should be popular. You know, we need we need cute little we need cute little little uh, little little stinkers going around causing Christmas mischief. Christmas mischief, you know. Disagree. Yeah, so. The Kalakanzari uh, uh, are believed to be creatures of the night, and, the, and there are many ways people could protect themselves during these during the days that the Kalakanzari were loose. One method was to leave a colander out on the a doorstep to trick the visiting Kalakanzari. Is um, a colander? Out? It is believed that. Yeah. It, well, well. Here's the thing. It, it, it's believed that since they could not count above, above two, three was considered a holy number, and by pronouncing it, the the uh, the Calicanzaro, uh, would supposedly kill itself, and the Calicanzaro would just kind of sit at the doorstep all, uh, all night, like counting each hole in the colander, until the, like the sun rose and it was forced to hide. So, see, I wish it was, I wish, I wish it was like they couldn't count above two. Yeah, have you, okay, have you ever read or watched Watership Down? I have not. Okay, well, uh, show it, show it to your kid. It definitely won't scar them forever. Um, it's about kid, I mean, it's about a bunch of, like, it's about a bunch of, uh, rabbits that are, like, at war with each other, and it's brutal. Ooh. Yeah, definitely don't show it to your kid because it's a cartoon when they're like, yeah, I don't we'll know, wait, eight. We'll wait on that. And they love animal, and they really love rabbits. Like that my mom thought she was doing so good. She was just <laughs> like, Yep, this will shut them up. Nope, 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 nope. It gave me nightmares. <laughs> I saw a rabbit rip the throat of another rabbit. Oh. Animated very well. <laughs> but there's a whole thing where rabbits cannot count above four. So what would ha- what uh, so one of the rabbits was just so anything above four was just a thousand because it was just a the biggest number they can think of. <laughs> so there's a so there's lots of rabbits that are named like thousands because like it's just okay I named this this is my first kid this is my second kid this is my third kid this is my fourth kid I think this is this is my thousandth kid I don't know how there's this many kids <laughs> <laughs> surprise um, <clears throat> yeah but. Um, but yeah, so suppose another supposed method of protection from the Calacanzaro uh was to leave a fire burning in the fireplace all night so it could not enter through it. According to legend, any kid born, dur- 
born during the uh, 12 days of Christmas, was in danger of transforming into a Calixaros during each Christmas season, starting with adulthood. Can you imagine? I bet those kids were like mm. messed up. I, I like I, I feel like the I feel like uh, those kids were beginning a lot of side eyes. <laughs> Just like mm, you better not. Better not. I, I'm inviting I'm, I'm inviting you over. I'm, I'm inviting you over. <laughs> if you I, I swear to God. I swear. I swear to God. <laughs> 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 you, watch yourself. <laughs> you, you, you watch yourself. <laughs> the only way I'm going to invite you over Is if I get to tie you down to the bed each night Because you're not turning into one of those you're, no, no. I'm leaving a colander I'm leaving two colanders right next to you Each night Try me, you're going to get strained real good <laughs> yeah. uh, So it's believed that The antidote to prevent this Was to bind the baby in trellises of garlic Or straw and, Or to singe the kid's toenails According to another legend, any kid born on a Saturday that could see could see or talk with the Kalakazari. So, like, apparently you don't really see them that often either. Like, you're they're hard to see. Right. So, I can also imagine like a the, a kid born on Saturday just be like knowing about this. I'm just like, I'm messing with my I'm messing with my parents today. <laughs> well, so kids like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so that's the Greek. That's the Greek one. Um, and you know, it's fun. A little, a little Christmas goblin. I'm going around, almost killing the whole world. Spooky dookie. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, but here's here's a Serbian one. Yes. So, in the Serbian Christmas traditions, the twelve days of Christmas were previously called the unbaptized days. Oh. And. And they were considered a time when demonic forces of all kinds were believed to be more active and dangerous than usual. People were cautious not to attract their attention and did not go out at night. The, uh, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. I can't do the name. It's impossible. This is an impossible name. This is a joke name. Do you want to skip the Serbian part? No, no, I'm going to do it because I like this one. It's... This this one's actively bad towards people. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> the well, the Cal, uh, the Cali Cazaros or the Cara Con, Conzula, mm. the the Cara Conzula, um, and there's a weird accent mark that's like a U. I don't know how you do that. Um, Me but yeah, yeah. It's also is also known to is also known to punish and torment people who commit adultery. Adulterers were known to sneak out at night. Well, out of their homes when their significant others would sleep and then visit the person they're cheating with or with prostitutes or brothels. Um, and then the the Cara the Cara Conzula would sit and wait on top of the door frame of the front door at the house and jump on the back of the adulterers and leash, uh, lash them with a stick or scratch or dig its sharp claws into the person's back and neck and force them to run through nearby forests at night. Other similar accounts of the um, Kara Konzula would flee at the sight of dawn as well. So this one's just like, yo, stop. Also, like, how do they know it's not an open relationship? You know, 
feel like I feel like this. I feel like it's just judgy. Yeah. Well, like you know, like you know, like me personally, like I don't need to know about your cheating and stuff. It's it's your personal life and stuff. Also, it might be okay. Sure. You know, I don't know. But that being said, you know this one. This one's just a brown noser. <laughs> um. So here's the the Anatolian Anatolian Anatolian. There we go. Uh, folklore. The Karen Konkolos is a malevolent creature in northeast Anatolian Turkish folklore. Floor. It's a variety of boogeyman. Uh, usually like merely troublesome and rather harmless, but sometimes truly evil. It is, it appeared to have a thick fur, uh, hairy fur, like the Sasquatch. Hey, like so many other things also have thick hairy fur. <laughs> like, I don't know, like cats and dogs, a few other very common but... animals like, you know, wolves. I don't know. Um, according to the, uh, the late Ottoman Turkish myths, they appear on the first 10 days of Zimhari, the dreadful cold, and they stand on murky corners and asking seemingly ordinary questions to passerbys. Pa- passerby. Passersby. There we go. Uh, the, the legend states that in order to escape harm, one should, each, one should answer each question using the word kara, or the Turkish word for black. Um, which is the Turkish word for black. It's Kara. Yeah. 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 I know. Uh, or, or risk being struck dead by the creature. It's also said in Turkish folklore that the Karen Konkolos would call people out during the cold Zamhari nights by imitating the voice of loved ones. The victims of the Karen Konkolos risked freezing to death if he or she or they, they existed back then as well. Oh, could not, uh, they would basically freeze to death if they couldn't resist the charm <laughs> of it. So, so like you, they'd be like, Hey, I'm the person you like a lot. I mean, I'm your, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm your cousin who you hang out with every Friday. <laughs> Why don't you go over here? These really dark woods and these deep, deep, cold things. And you're just like, yeah, cool. Let's hang out. We'll do some free, <laughs> we'll do a pickup game of basketball. Like we always do, <laughs> but you're just there and you freeze to death. Oh, it'd probably sound like a cat to me. It'd just be a cat. It'd be like, meow. It'd be like, oh, cool. Look, a cat. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So, and then the last one. Uh, in Bong- this is a Bulgarian folklore. So, the name of the... De- the Bulgarian name of the demon is the Karakonjul or Karakonjo. They could take many forms, such as a human being like person except they have like a hairy body a tail a large head with horns on it or one what wait what wait that's not like a human like if it just had one of those things right yeah. if it just had one of those things it'd be human like but just i think you're talking about satyr at that point <laughs> right totally yeah yeah uh or, or like a one-eyed being standing on a single leg, or horse-headed man. <laughs> by the way, by the way, it's not a sing- sorry. It's a s- one-eyed being standing on a single leg, comma, or a horse-headed man. Yeah. So 
you know, it could be a guy in a horse mask. Uh, it's, con- it's considered a shapeshifter. It also appears to be a dog, a man, a sheep, a calf. It dwells in caves, rivers, or abandoned water mills and comes out at night. So this is just a little gobbo boy. You know, yeah. it's a little goblin. Little gobby. That's it. Yeah, it's a little gobbo. That's it. It doesn't really do anything except, like, exist. <laughs> Which, you know, I, I appreciate. Yeah. That's what I want to do in life. I want oh, like, like to just, you know, exist. Yeah. So, um, the one I'm going to be talking about is the one that I find the cutest, which is the small black creatures humanoid apart from their long black tails that resemble little black devils that are mostly blind, speak with a lisp, and loves to eat frogs, worms, and other small mm. creatures. Again, adorable, wonderful, love it. They're so good, pure. Um, so... Um, I'm gonna, you know, let's 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 uh let's head over to the monster orphanage. You know, we, you know, we uh we just got that raise at work. And, um, your part, you and your partner, are deciding. You know what? I think this day is the day. <laughs> let's let's go. Let's 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 find a for forever home for some poor orphan child. <laughs> and uh, you know, and then you uh go to the go to the orphanage. And you see this uh, wonderful little, wonderful little black devil. And you think, would I adopt it? My diagnosis is that no one has been treating you well. Love's the only medicine. So, so yeah, so the Calaconzaros. Little, little black devil, mostly blind with a lisp. Loves to eat frogs and worms and other creatures. Also has like a little, has a long little black tail. Also, it's like seven-year-old. Feel like so you get past it. Go ahead. Yeah. Like personally. Wait. Okay. Wait. So we have to. We have to. We do have to contend with a couple of things. Sure. First off, is this just an adult for <laughs> adult person <laughs> who looks who looks like a child? It kind of. Kind of uh, yeah, well, I I want to say no. I want to say um, no. Yeah. And I know you want to, but does that mean that the answer is no? <laughs> well, okay. Well, okay. But they they exist outside. Like it's just children born during that the twelve days of Christmas can turn into it. It's not like all of them are. Like they exist outside of the twelve days Fair. of Christmas. They're just underground. Yeah. So, yeah. So I would say that there's a couple of things that you would have to keep in. Keep in mind. First, they're mostly blind, and they they don't like sunlight. So really, all I would have to do is just keep them in my apartment. They'd be fine. So that's one thing. I I don't know. Like we have a space that is very like unless it's unless you come out to the garage, it's very exposed to the outside so i i don't know like i would like to but i think i'm gonna I think i'm gonna pass because i want to make sure that they have the best kind of life that they could well okay but i mean well i will say that like besides i don't think it would be hard technically because sure. you know if you because if you're in a spot where you can adopt a child like you are you are in the spot where you can adopt a child most likely because they discriminate against the poors with adoptions all the time 
You can probably afford to make an area for it. No, we could. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, we could. And I don't think it'd be hard to convert an area yeah. for it. In fact, you could probably convert like half a house for it. Like fairly uh, easily. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, you just, you know, you just make sure it stays out of the sunlight and everything. Um, and it stays small forever. It seems like. Now, here's the other thing, though. It does seem to want to commit genocide against all people on Earth. Which, again, you know, if it happens, you know, you can't stop well, yeah. it. But, like, do you give it a small tree? Or does it, is it just put to that task because, of, because people reject them? Uh... Like, is, is it a nature or nurture thing? Like, could you just make a happy one that's just like, yo, humans yeah. are cool? I mean, you gotta, you gotta learn somehow, I guess. I don't like, know. Well, okay, but, but, okay, but like, apparently they can only be above the surface for a certain amount of time. Uh, so, so you're, you're digging, you're digging holes, too. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you could, you could have a basement. I don't have one right now. Like, but I mean, we're on but, a slab, but, I mean, Jesse. In this situation, <laughs> okay. On on this, okay. In this situation, I think you would uh, you would have the I, funds to be I able really, to have this person really, around, yes, have this kid around. I can't say no, but we we would make it work. Yeah. Also, also, it's also how it speaks with the list. You know oh, how adorable so it is when Tiny Children speak so with a list? No, as a person who had a lisp, I hated it. But as a person who sees other people, other tiny children with a lisp, it's so adorable. <laughs> um, oh, that'd be, that'd be cool. Also, it'd be really easy to feed. It just eats like frogs and worms and uh, stuff. Easy, like, you know, just feeding. toss it like. Easy feed. Yeah, no, just get some yeah. worms. You can make a worm yeah. farm. Like, you know, just toss it and be like, blah, 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 blah. you know, you could gross out, gross out the, the, the daper kits, yeah. you know? Like, oh, look, he eats worms. Ah. So, I don't know. I'm going to adopt yeah, it just too. because I'm a I sucker. Yeah, well. you know. Yeah. So, I don't see any downside to it, really. I, I can't think of one. Yeah, I guess we're going to... guess we're going to head over to the... To the uh, the dark realm where I am a uh, evil god that summons... Toddlers from the toddler dimension. Yay! Football field um, of dead people with babies. I mean, they're not gonna. I mean, I don't think this one's gonna be like a real big deal. Do you think that the um, bodies but, pile up on the football field? I mean, they do. It's often it's often a talking point. Okay. All right. I, I just wanted to <laughs> I wanted to make sure that it wasn't a different football field every time. Oh no! No, it is one. No, it's a different football. No, there's an infinite pocket universe oh. with 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 pods of fights happening all at the same time for all of eternity. Uh, yeah. I like the thought of it being the same football field every time, and there's just bodies oh, no. on bodies on bodies laying on top of each other, oh. routing. Also, the one that gets the kill shot gets to gets to leave the toddler dimension <laughs> and gets to be an actual child. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna these these things are gonna fight a baby. This thing's gonna fight a baby.
Okay, so we are in an American football size of field where on one end we have a Kaura Kanzaros standing there, and on the other end we have toddlers who are around 30, 30 pounds on average, about two and a half feet tall. They can jump up and down with two feet. They often can only hold one thing at a time. By the way, that's going to be real fun. I don't know if you've ever done this to a toddler, but if you if you hand them something and they have something in their hands, for a long time they can't hold both. <laughs> that's amazing. And the funniest thing is like have them like when they have a toy they like, hand them a cookie, and then whenever they want to pick up the toy, they're just like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what to do. It's real fun. No, I, I believe you just it. keep on handing them things. Yeah. Keep it. Yeah, you can just you get to have them pile up toys. You just keep on handing them things because also they love holding things. It's wonderful. Okay, but that being said, yeah, they can often only hold one thing at a time. That means nothing really in this. I just like mentioning that fact. It's fun, um, and uh, you know they have an unquenchable blood th- of bloodthirst. Mm. It's it's big, mad, and big sad because this thing it woke up its mommy and its mommy's mad. Now it's mad, really mad. Feed, feeds off um, that energy. Yeah, and it's uh, you know, they, one of them pops out each minute. Um, so I think one. I'm gonna be honest. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, this this is a little baby. We're putting a baby against another little baby. No, no way. I mean, there's no way that a a little thing who's got no predispositions about what's about to happen is going to go. You know, I need to adapt to this situation. I mean, the other the the baby who's screaming bloody murder and wants to, you know, be the victor. There's no way they're not gonna win. So no, no, they're gonna. No, we talked about we talked about a toddler taking down a grown man before. Like, no, this thing's gonna, like, this is gonna be like it's it's gonna knock it's it's gonna push it over and then jump up and down on this <laughs> turtle organs are gonna rupture. 30 pounds. 30 pounds is a lot of poundage when it's jumping up it's, and down on enough, you. It's enough to matter. It's enough to matter. I, I'm saying one. Yeah, I agree. Definitely one. Yeah. It's going to run away and it's going to pull its tail and it's going to fall over. It has a little little death grip on it. Yeah, for sure. Maybe even dig its little tiny nails in. Ooh, and they're sharp. Yeah, it's going to be man. awful. They're sharp. Yeah, no, they're off. Yeah, they're, baby, babies are little monsters. I mean, I love, you know, we temper ourselves into like weaker versions of ourselves. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's about it. You know, I don't have much more to say. You know, these are two fun ones, you know, I enjoyed this one. You know, the past couple of years, we've had some, uh, some heavier, some heavier characters that we've dealt with, but it's been nice to kind of ease off of the the gas a little bit for yeah you know there's less uh slitting open people's uh bellies and (laughs) stuffing them full of straw and pebbles uh boy last last year was rough wasn't it (sighs) those yule lads i mean those yule lads were great though i love those they're they're fantastic i love that story but i mean it's just their their mom though woo frau percha yeah, Oof. yeah, Frau Percha just Oof. she's something else. No, 
Well, yeah. does that do it for this uh, this Hall- Halloween, this Christmas special for Creepy Critters? I guess it does. I mean, unless you want to, but we could do we could do a special segment. Oh, what's our special segment? How 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 good of a Santa little help help helper would it be? Ooh. We already know Pear Whipper is already a good one. Like we already know it's well. Has. Yeah, it feels like we've kind of already answered those questions. Yeah, we already answered that. Yeah, all right. But, so, <laughs> well, but what about what about the what what about the Cali Cazaros? Oh, um, mm, hard, hard, maybe. Well, okay, okay. Here's the thing: it can't count above two. So if it has to bring three presents, it's stuck. <laughs> Well, I think that's where the maybe comes in. Like, you want somebody who has good accessibility to, you know, they they can do things. But if they're just like, <laughs> I'm not sure about this one. Like, like the the one fortunate kid who's got 17 presents, right? But m- most of it goes into the landfill. Wow, this is a really capitalist mental space that i'm in well also so so i I, i'm seeing i've I've been seeing stuff pop up that like you know if you're gonna do christmas don't make the super expensive gift the one from santa because because what that tells the kids is that if you're that only rich kids get Good Rich presents. Gifts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, you know, you make yeah. it like the cheaper, but like cool thing that, you know, they'd like. And then, you know, the, the PS fives from like your, your mom or something, you know, yeah. from the, for the family, cool. you know, I'd like yeah. a PS5. So I feel like that's a good way to do it. I'd take a PS five this year. Oh, I mean, honestly, I'm waiting for that, <laughs> that game about the cat with a backpack, you know? Oh, that's already out. Stray. Yeah. No, it's already out. What? Yeah. I haven't heard anything about it. The, it's it's out, bud. I promise. Stray, stray. Oh, yeah. see, I told myself I wasn't gonna buy one until that game came out. Okay, I'm gonna have to reset my thing. I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna get a PS5 after Cyberpunk comes out, which is gonna be never. So uh, yeah, you, that that's an eternal loop of never. Anyway, yeah. Hey. Jesse, I know that this is uh, supposed to be you welcoming me to this podcast, but thank you so much for letting me come in and hang out with you for another Christmas special. This is well. This I'm glad. I'm glad to help. <laughs> I I I, I really help. do love that this is now like a, a Christmas tradition for us that I get to come on this this podcast and talk about weird Christmas monsters and and whatnot i i really do look forward to it every year i I would honestly yeah i do i it's yeah no no it's real good no it's real good i I like doing it and i i get to show up on your other podcast alphabet flight every now and then as well when you you let me show up on that and sometimes i have good opinions and sometimes i'm just kind of there other times i'm a little bit rude to you because you give me a bad week of of characters. Hey, I can't control how bad some of the characters are. (laughs) I'm doing it, literally doing it alphabetically. 
<laughs> Either way, I am at PayRitter1492 on all social media channels. If you want to follow my uh, podcast individually, it is at MyBourbonPod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can find this show at Creepy Critters, right? On on all social media no, channels? No, it's C-, C Critters Pod. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, I, I forget. I forget things. No, 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 it's but you've got, no, you've it's got other good. podcasts out- too and other ventures that we should mention as well, Jesse. Yeah, I have a I have a podcast called uh You already mentioned Alphabet Flight, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, you know, I talk about Marvel characters a thrice weekly. Yes. Um with uh with a friend, sometimes enemy. Oh. Am oh, I the no. enemy? <laughs> No, I'm joking. <laughs> that was the, that was a weird implication that it was my. <laughs> Anytime I'm on, I'm the Galactus of. <laughs> oh no, no, I like Galactus. You're more of a Kang. Oh, well, fair yeah. enough. I do come from the far distant future, and let me tell you, oh. let me tell you, the the Empire, not good. It's not good. Also, you you happen to be the illegitimate son of. Uh... Of Nathaniel Richards, who was just a uh, time traveling fuckboy. <laughs> like the thing I love, the thing I love about Nathaniel Richards is he just goes through time, gets people pregnant randomly, and all those people hate Reed Richards. It's yeah, wonderful. I love just it because just it's because. so good. Yeah, I mean, in in the thirty first and one half century, I mean, things are no good, but we all agree. Reed Richards, he's a dick bag. Yeah, diff- I mean. Yeah, fuck He's him. He's a bag of dicks. <laughs> I mean, I will say, I do like current Reed Richards, but mostly because well, they're in the dance slot. That, that's all dependent on the writer. <sighs> anyway. It's, it's dependent on the writer. Most of the time, he sucks. <laughs> but right now, right now, he's actually cares about his family. And, like, whenever he makes a issue, he's like, yeah, I kind of fucked up. Um, I'm going to have to fix this. And he admits to it instead of being like, drat. <laughs> well, I tried. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, no, but uh, but yeah, I talk about well, I do what I just did, but with characters, other characters. Uh, so, um, I will be firmly still in like the first quarter, probably, yeah. of the eighty nine update, and I am slowly amassing the two thousand ten oh, one, which, yeah. by the way, will have over fifteen hundred characters. Oh. <laughs> That means I'm gonna be on at least eight more times. <laughs> I, I'm I'm, sure, I'm making work for myself in the future, which is yeah, good. Yeah, well, if you need to outsource um, some editing, I know some guys. Man. So, yeah, but uh, but yeah, so that is uh, that's it for me. It's I it guess. for me so, too. Um, oh, yeah. So, uh, wait, what's what's the well, outro? Well, I don't know, we but as we as Did we I always as we always say here on Creepy Critters, spooky doo. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, uh, be the cryptid you wish to see in the woods, you beautiful abomination. Spooky doo. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>